Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Talent Talks. Today, we are excited to be joined by Jose Ruiz, CEO of Alder Coton. Mr. Ruiz joins us today to share his thought leadership on digital transformation and how it is impacted by a company's culture and the recent emphasis on diversity in executive search. Jose, thank you for joining us today and welcome. Hey, thanks for having you, Rob. Great to be here. There's a lot to cover, so we'll jump right on in. First off, what do you suggest a firm looking to undergo a digital transformation looks for in a leader? And what qualities are important? Whew, you know, and uh, I, I think the current situation that we're in right now with the, uh, the, the crisis of uh, COVID-19 is really putting this front and center uh, because this, this will essentially, you know, uh, highlight some of the, uh, the leadership qualities that are required for a digital transformation. And, uh, you know, the first part of digital transformation is digital. The second one might be the one that we're most accustomed to, which is the transformation part and I think that's where we need to start understanding that this is a transformation and uh, that the uh, the digital part needs a place to land when we think of digital transformation most of the time we think about uh, IT we think about the technical aspects uh, you know we think about uh, you know if, if we if we put it into the context of what's happening right now we think about well a meeting is taking place over zoom the technology is there that's digital however, yeah, the leadership component is how is it that you change your management style to be able to accommodate somebody working remote? How do you better leverage a, a Zoom video conference? Uh, how does it change from having everybody in the same room and being able to follow up by just standing next to somebody's desk? So these are the things that we also need to take into consideration when we talk about a digital transformation. Uh, to put it into a very specific context, you know, we can talk about a company selling their, their products online and uh, we can think about the platform to be able to place these products on a website through the checkout. But then what happens when an email comes in saying, hey, Rob, you just sold uh, your widget. Now you have to ship it. Now you have to make sure that there's customer service behind it. You need to make sure that everything flows in a, a, a way that the customer expects it to flow within the digital channel and not necessarily the way that uh, it's always been done. So that's where it has to start, having an organization that is accustomed to moving at the speed of digital so that these digital initiatives won't just fall flat on their face and end up being an IT initiative or a technology initiative. It has to be a company initiative and the culture has to be aligned with a digital culture an agile culture and trends within the organization that will allow these digital initiatives to not just thrive, but do what they have to do, which is which is achieve exponential growth. And I should mention, as we're recording this during the uh, COVID-19 pandemic, uh, this is, I think, a talent talks first in that we are doing this via Zoom. I've never, never done a podcast this way. And so just if folks are wondering, that's what Jose and I are doing. So, so far, so good. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Jose, how important is culture in the digital transformation process? Are leaders expected to transform the culture or to maintain it? Uh, well, if there is a transformation, I think there has to be a transformation of the culture. And uh, the, uh, the, I think the first thing we need to do is clarify exactly what we mean when we talk about culture. Uh, many times, culture is confused with climate. 
or when we talk about culture, we talk about the end result of culture. You know, I hear people tell me, well, we have an entrepreneurial culture. Well, what does that mean? Being entrepreneurial is a consequence, uh, but there, there are certain elements of a culture that will actually help you to be entrepreneurial. You know, you've got some diversity, you've got, uh, you don't have any fear of, of, of change. Uh, there are certain elements within the culture that, uh, that will define the outcome. So that's the first thing that we need to, to make sure that we understand. Uh, the, uh, uh, when we talk about culture, we need to talk about the underlying elements. And some of these underlying elements, uh, you know, they, 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 they have to be a, uh, a high tolerance for ambiguity. Uh, there has to be a very uh, intense uh, acceptance of change, not just on the IT digital component, but accepting that this is going to trigger change within the organization. Uh, there has to be an acceptance of an agile uh, mentality, which will many times go against the, uh, the norm of traditional project management, uh, which coincidentally is, is where we see most of the difficulties in organizations. And we've got CEOs that tell us, hey, we, we're implementing an, an agile culture. We want to move fast. Uh, we want to work with, uh, with, with Scrum and Sprints, and this is the new way of doing things, and we finish the meeting, and then the CEO turns to us and says, and can you send me that Gantt chart and uh, you know, send me the whole plan so that we can fully understand how you're going to work. So you know, there's, there's this theory that wants to be implemented that is digital, that is agile, but then there's this legacy movement within the organization that keeps dragging things down and uh, that, that keeps uh, putting people back in more of a legacy mode than into the, uh, the transformation mode. So there has to be, without a doubt, a cultural transformation that is aligned with the, uh, the, the, the objectives, the digital objectives of the organization. But there is, there is no question that, the, uh, that, that what brought us here is not going to be what is going to take us there. Yeah, nothing wrong with legacy, but you got to keep moving the ball forward. Exactly. Exactly. How has technology influenced not only the search process, but what organizations are looking for in leaders? And do more efficient technologies change the qualities organizations are looking for? Oh, absolutely. And, and uh, it not just changes the qualities. Again, it, it changes the culture. You know, it, it's going back to, uh, uh, to this new way of doing work. Uh, this, I think this, this, this crisis that we're going through is going to forever change the way that we work. It, once, once we spend a couple of months of figuring out how it is that we're going to manage people remotely, how it is that we're going to be effective working from home, I, I just think it's going to change us forever. And, and I think that's going to be for the better uh, because we're going to have a better understanding of, of how we delegate, a better understanding of, of how we uh, need to be able to be effective, but then just to go back to doing what we have to do. <clears throat> so I think that those are the qualities that, uh, that, 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 that are going to transform executives and that they're going to transform leadership. And I want to bring a concept uh, into the conversation, Rob, that is very important uh, because we seldom talk about developing judgment in the organization. We talk mm -hmm. a lot about management. We talk a lot about leadership. But what happens between our sessions? You know, we're having a meeting right now. We're going to agree on things that need to be done. We disconnect. Now, we might not see each other again in, in, in 24 hours at the best. This might be a weekly meeting. Uh, but at that point, you are essentially trusting the judgment of whoever was on the other side of the screen to go and execute what needs to be done independently and then just come back and, and, and report. 
And I don't think that we're, we're, we're accustomed to doing that uh, very effectively. Uh, there's there's this, this, this concept that has been around in the corporate world, you know, trust and verify. Uh, and and uh, it's very easy when somebody's in the office and you might just walk uh, nonchalant uh, while you're grabbing coffee and say, hey, Rob, how's that going? Uh, and they'll get some feedback, some reassurance. <laughs> uh, but it takes, it takes a certain amount of, of, of leadership courage to accept the fact that people are out there working by themselves, implementing their own judgment. Uh, and I think that is going to be the biggest uh, trend in, 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 in how we are changed, not just by, by this crisis, but I think that's going to work in favor of, of digital transformation. That is one of the big skills that, uh, that are going to be very important as we step into this, this, this brave new world. Uh, we need to learn how to manage judgment and develop judgment. Once again, we're using that, ter- that term, the new normal, and it's the new normal. Absolutely, yes. Jose, and we're talking with Jose Ruiz here on Talent Talks. Is diversity important in the search process for these leaders? Oh, absolutely. And again, let's just go back a little bit and talk about diversity because it's also something that uh, it's a term that we hear often, diversity and inclusion. They go together. You know, you, there's, there's no point in being diverse if you're not going to be inclusive. And uh, diverse diversity uh, doesn't have a, a clear uh, ground to be able to thrive. Uh, but when we think about diversity, the, uh, the, the things that come to mind are race and gender. You know, that, 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 that's, that's what everybody thinks about when, when, when we talk about diversity. Uh, but diversity is actually diverse thinking, diverse cultures. Uh, it, it's, it's being able to take very different points of view. Uh, so it, it, it could be somewhat, uh, somewhat uh, misleading if you step into a situation where you say, okay, uh, we do have uh, gender diversity, we do have uh, race diversity, well, yes, but you all went to the same school. You all, you're all working in the same place for the past 20 years. You've been living in the same place, all of you, for the past uh, 30 years. So where does that diversity come from? Uh, you, know, it, it, you, you, you quickly get to a place where uh, you may have uh, gender diversity, where you may have race diversity, uh, but there is no diversity of thought. There is no diversity of, 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 of industry, and uh, there might not be anybody bringing in the, uh, the new ideas. Uh, so I think that that concept of diversity needs to, to, to be placed front and center. Uh, it is about race. It is about gender. But it's about much, much more than, than, than just that. And that diversity, that questioning is actually what will make us think outside the box. And uh, that is what's going to make us feel uncomfortable. And, you know, I'll give you an example, Rob. Uh, if you've ever traveled abroad, uh, mm. how, how does your sense of uh, awareness feel when you're in a place that you do not know versus your hometown. Oh, absolutely heightened. I mean, heightened to to the max, just, you know, walking down the street, ordering food. You you, you listen twice as much because you're looking for the subtle cues. You might not understand the language, or you're looking at the way that people move their hands, how they express themselves. And uh, this heightened sense of awareness is actually what allows us to find that next level of solutions to problems that we're accustomed to seeing every single day. Or maybe some of the problems that we're not seeing. Because if, if, if you consider the, uh, the, the biggest issue for many organizations, it's not about solving the problems that they see. It's, 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 it's not knowing what they don't know. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's our biggest enemy at times. So that's where diversity plays a tremendous role in being able to, uh, to, to, to heighten our awareness and uh, be able 
be able to uh, to see what might need to change internally to be able to have these digital transformations uh, being successful. And it also allows us to not just think in terms of what we see in our day to day uh, and think about the terms of what uh, what's happening out in the world. You know, and, and we see it very often when when we interview people. And, and we asked them about examples of how they would do something. Uh, most of the time, our answers naturally are within the context of the lens of what we're seeing. And you know, if, if you're going to be effective in, 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 in the digital world, uh, you have to go beyond what you're seeing. You have to think about the stakeholders, the customers, and the people that are going to use it within a different context than not just your own internal context. And, and that's something that uh, is also very critical uh, when it comes to leadership, having that ability to extract that diversity from the team and uh, helping them heighten their awareness to be able to look beyond their current environment. What industries in specific are experiencing this desire for a digital transformation? And is there a reason for this? You know, that's a very interesting question, Rob. And uh, I think that... uh, you don't see you don't see Google talking about digital transformation. You don't hear Amazon talking about digital transformation because that's who they are. You know, uh, I've, I've got a, an engineering background, a manufacturing background, and I remember back in the uh, the, uh, the early '90s when we were talking about uh, the Toyota production system and and, and lean manufacturing. Uh, you know, we once did did did, did uh, a consulting project with Toyota. And you go into Toyota and you ask them about the Toyota production system. They have no idea what it is. That's just the way that they are, you know. And and I think that's that's a little bit of what's happening with digital transformation. There is no digital transformation in Amazon. There is no digital transformation in Google. That's who they are. Uh, so the, uh, the 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 companies that are in need of the digital transformation are those companies that weren't born digital that need to transform into digital. So going back to some of these examples that I gave you about uh, diversity of thinking, about uh, the, uh, the heightened awareness, uh, I think that the, uh, the, the industries that have traditionally been closed ecosystems are the ones that are most at risk. The ones that depend the most on their legacy are the ones that are most at risk at not being able to make the sleep from their century-old traditions into some of the, uh, the, the, the new digital trends, because then they have a lot of transformation to do. If, uh, if, if you've got a company that was maybe born in the, uh, the late 90s, early 2000s, well, you know, that, 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 that legacy that needs to be transformed in order to be effective in the g- digital world will not be the same as maybe a steel company, uh, a carbon mining company that has, been, that has been working for centuries, that have practices that have worked for them, where you need to convince people that uh, something needs to change and where you need to make sure that uh, whatever change that you're implementing is not actually going to kill off any of the, uh, the core elements that, uh, that, 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 that uh, define their identity and their value. So I think that's a, that's, that's, that's a, that's a good way to kind of measure uh, the need for digital transformation and the uh, the complexity of the digital transformation. Tell me how long your legacy is, and uh, I can tell you how hard it's going to be to transform that legacy and 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 adapt and be diverse. Last thing for you, uh, obviously, as we said, we are recording this through the COVID nineteen pandemic. How are you surviving? How are you getting on through this? 
Oh, uh, you know, it, it's uh, it, it's it's been somewhat of a struggle uh, not being able to uh, to look at people face to face, being able to uh, to let go of many things. As you know, as as I described this whole uh, leadership courage of being able to, uh, to 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 define certain tasks and uh, have the courage to, to to stand back and let people do it. We don't have a choice. I mean, we're being forced right. into it. Uh, so uh, I think this is a this is a, this is a great learning experience. I'm I'm, I'm uncomfortable, uh, but uh, sometimes it takes something of this magnitude to make us uncomfortable enough to be able to drive a change in ourselves and uh, in our organizations. And again, I think leadership is going to be forever changed uh, after this uh, this pandemic. Jose, thank you so much for sharing your expertise on digital transformation, culture, and diversity. The technology sector is sure to continue to have an impact on executive search over the next few years. So it's important to stay ahead of the process and to transform your company now more than ever. I really appreciate the time. This was uh, really a pleasure. Hey, thanks for having me, Rob. It was a pleasure. Anytime. That's all the time we have for today. I'm your host, Rob Adams, along with Jose Ruiz of Alder Coton, and this is Talent Talks. <laughs>